Fire up that Walkman. It's time for Scale and Shadow, a Dungeon World actual play inspired by movies, music, and D&D modules of the 1980s. Brought to you by This American Dice. The village of Orlane is dying. Once a small and thriving community, Orlane has become a maze of locked doors and frightened faces. Strangers are shunned. Trade has withered. Rumors flourish, growing wilder with each retelling. Terrified peasants flee their homes, abandoning their farms with no explanation. Others simply disappear. No one seems to know the cause of the decay. Why are there no clues? Who skulks to the twisted shadows of the night? Who or what is behind the doom that has overtaken the village of Orlane? The Golden Age is long over. Whether by cruel kings, savage beasts, or unwise wizards wielding forgotten magics too great to be contained, dark times are upon us. The only hope for a comfortable life is to delve into what ruins remain to plunder the treasures of our ancestors, to sell to the greedy and the foolish. Be warned, as it flies to a candle, the worst monsters are drawn to the brightest lights, and no one is left to save you in the darkness. The heroes of legend have died long ago. All that remains is scale and shadow. So this is when I think the movie's actually starting. Against the cult of the reptile god in a sweet 80s font. And we just see a, maybe it's like raining, normal kind of drizzle type thing, just enough to be uncomfortable. We see like three strapping men. <laughs> is everyone a guy? I think, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know if I call some of our strapping, but okay. <laughs> Fantastic. There we go. There we are. Let's go with the K. Uh, who's who's in the lead? It would probably make sense if it was me. I mean, over there. Yeah. yeah. So it probably makes yeah. sense if it was Caster. And I think we see three figures, and we're on the road, and yeah. there is a, a tree with a wanted sign. <laughs> you see, it's like the uh, the face of like a man that's just kind of like dead-eyedly staring ahead. Mm-hmm. We just see like a, a a gloved left hand tears it down, and like crumples it up and, and chucks it and you then the camera switches to him and it, it's the same face of the man that was there. Solomgar like reached down and pick up the wanted poster and he's like, geez, they keep on making you uglier in these things. He's got kind of like a narrow face and kind of dark uh, sunken in eyes. He's like, we're all pretty much just dressed up in like rain here because it's horrible out here. Mm-hmm. Like it's like dr- raining every single day all the time and the ground is horrifically muddy. He sees the ball, the ball of paper just like fly, fly by him, and he's just nodding in disapproval. Pants are hiked up under the <laughs> here because he doesn't want to get his legs, his key, his gi dirty. Mm-hmm. So he's just walking around. He's like, "We need to get to another town. I gotta clean my feet. This is ridiculous. It's been raining for like five days here, guys." I, to- I, I told you we don't want to. Sk- we want to skip this town. It's all lean. But- Bunch of weirdos. Not, not the right voice at all. I fucked this up. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. But 
regardless, it, you guys don't have to go in. I just need to go in, find the bathhouse, make sure I clean myself because I can't handle this. This isn't the kind of place to go to, mate. <sighs> I mean, I've been, I, I, I've been worse. It's just, look, there are houses there. They're not all mud. And growing up in a temple, you deal with all religious type of nuts. If that's what you're worried about, we should be fine. At, At least no one it. priest who isn't complete dunce. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, and I think Castor's response is, well, we all know one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, do you want to introduce, reintroduce us to Castor? Sure. Uh, and I'm, my intention is, this is probably like a few years later after the oh, what happened in Hamlet. Okay. So maybe you've changed in some way. He used to be a paladin of Kanyao, the sun, the sun god, um, but then abandoned the church slash was kicked out. Oh, what is the, what is the term when you're like, you're no longer my child? When you're... Um, this uh, my disavowed. Dis- disavowed. It's dis something. Dis- yeah. dis- disowning. Dis- yeah. He was like disowning the church when he was like like. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I can think it was excommunicated because of the church. <laughs> well, yeah. Nope, yeah. that's not it. Well, I'm, I'm sure he I mean, has been excommunicated, but uh, he um, he like lost his arm, and so his right arm isn't a normal human arm. It's this like weird thing made out of like a golden looking metal, and it doesn't have a hand on the end. Instead, it just looks like a, a harpoon almost on the end. Real Aquaman and it's attached, situation. Yeah, yeah. And attached to like a chain. Yeah, and some of the weird like '90s Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's, he's Caster, K A S T R, the Cursed. Yeah. Oh, I spelled it differently before, but yeah, cool. Oh, and do you, is that soul still in your arm? Do you? Yeah, that? Um, he, Father Turjan's uh, like spirit inhabits the arm that he <laughs> has. That's right. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, so last time you were traveling with um, that wizard, a different wizard. <laughs> a different and, uh, wizard. wizard. And Lohan, mm-hmm. the uh, little orphan child. <laughs> the, the orphan Lohan. young adult. <laughs> How many years has, has that been since you've seen Lohan last? Yeah, at least two. I'd say like between two and five. And yeah, you can help with this brain if you want, but um, what happened to, to Lohan? Why did you part ways? Did he die? Did you like have Jeez. a fight? Lohan. I think there was just something, like, too valuable to go after. Maybe it was something from the Temple of Elemental Evil. Oh, yeah. Oh, like Maybe you stole, like, a cursed, like, artifact from there, and you were like, mm. what are you he doing? Just war- yeah, he warned him against yeah, it. Like, don't do not do that. That's a bad plan. Makes sense. Yeah. Love it. Perfect. I think we have a monk, right? Yes, sir. My monk's name is Quan. He's a human monk. Uh, he walks around. He's a wandering monk. He has what is unusual probably in this in this area. He wears a karate gi, a white one, but it's pristine, like completely clean. He follows the path of purity, and he's trying to go around and purify his soul more than anything, find inner peace, but at the same time, he goes around trying to cleanse sacred places and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So... His whole thing is to find, but truthfully, it is to find inner peace. He's got normal, I'd say about 5'8", has wise eyes, shaved head, wears the robe, like I said, the white robe. Decently toned body, I guess what you would expect in a monk. How many abs? He's got a 36. He's got a 24 pack. Wow. He's got a case. He's got a keg. I've got a keg, too. Yeah, he's he's uh, due to due to the path he's chosen. He's very 
um, obsessed with cleansiness, cleanliness mm, yeah. of right. body and soul. So oh, you're gonna be fun going into a swamp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Guess I'm last. I'm uh, I'm Brandon. I'm gonna be playing um, Silumgar the Magnificent. Wow, you nice. didn't go with a K name. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I'm wow. sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. One. Um, I said Silumgar. I didn't come up with anything else in the meantime. So what's so the name again? Silumgar. Well, that's like that's my stage name. So it's okay. S I L U M G A R. Silumgar the Magnificent. The Magnificent. Um, I am a traveling magician. I put on shows for the uh, you know the the lesser educated folk in these <laughs> small towns like this. You know, anything to pay the bills. Likely everybody. Most most yeah. Of, yeah, almost everybody. And I think he just kind of found himself running with these guys. as kind of a well, you know, they protect me on the on the open road and. I guess I can do some things to help them out in between. That's nice. fine. Whatever to keep in their good graces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's uh, amazing. Um, I'm like a smaller figure, except that when I'm up on stage, we don't know like exactly what Sumgar does, but he seems like much more bigger and grandiose when he's up on stage compared mm-hmm. to when he's just this like little little guy scurrying around. He's got the during platform campsite. shoes on. Yeah, he's the of the room. <laughs> exactly. Nice. He's wearing like kind of strange outlandish like robes. Mm-hmm. Like they're like really like brightly colored. He definitely like looks out of place no matter where he is. Oh yeah, this, this is a good trio. It's <laughs> interesting. I love it. Should have probably gone with Cherry. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's the credits are rolling. Produced by this. Whatever. Jessica HBO. Oh no. <laughs> As you kind of get out of this forest now, so like the road, um, you know, opens up and it's kind of like farmland kind of situation. Yeah. But there's, um, you probably hear it like this booming voice, like, "All right, that's uh, quite far enough. Where you, where are you guys all headed?" And you guys look over and there's like this, this 12, 15 foot tall, like huge person that's in like, uh, uh, okay. yeah, like a, a very tall boy. <laughs> PBR. Yeah. That's his name. Oh, yeah. Nice. PBR. He just like this huge person. He's in kind of like actually like well tailored clothes, like surprisingly. And he's got this, um, he's holding this chain, almost like a leash kind of thing. He has these um, like eight um, emaciated people just kind of uh, tied to this weird leash that he's holding. And they're normal sized people. <laughs> but they're kind of behind him. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What is, um, what is this? So he's a, he's a giant that's well-dressed. Mm-hmm. He's holding his, his leash of these emaciated humans. Um, you know, hard to tell. I mean, murder I'm going to squint. Can, can I squint through the rain to see what the hell's happening with these people? Yeah, I think this could be probably <laughs> a rule. Yeah, I discern reality makes more right. sense, I think. Yeah. Got a five and a three plus one. So nine. Get you a question, right? Mm-hmm. Unless anyone wants to try and help, bumble up to a ten. Help him squint. <laughs> yeah, help um, him squint. Do you want to? Or is, like you can help point him out. Reality. That is, um, you would roll your bombs, which is plus one. Oh, okay. okay. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, but the uh, the risk is that you are opening yourself up to whatever danger he's opening himself up to. I'm alright. My question is, um, I think Castor already takes his immediate. He already, like, jumps to a conclusion when he sees this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he already assumes that this person is, like, some kind of slaver or some kind of, like, uh, 
a person who's taking advantage of these these people who, who's captured them. Mm-hmm. And so what he's going to ask is, what here is useful or valuable? Yeah, you see, um, I guess like leather armor, like, but well tailored, like well made, and um, money bags, like money purses in this okay. medieval world. Sure. But you see like a giant sized version of that, and maybe as he takes a step forward, you can hear it clinking and jingling. Yeah, and actually, I'll give you this too. This is, I said it, we're outside of the forest, but maybe there's like flanking you. There's um, a couple other humans on either side. They're like set up like archers, and they look well. Um, okay, they're so, normal size too. So the only possible threat is not merely this person, right. other folks around. But all well dressed and valuable would be all their money that they're carrying. Obviously, this creature kind of just takes a couple steps forward. Like I was saying, he's got like also this giant like looks like polished. I guess it's like a club, but just like like a carpenter made this kind of thing. And he's kind of using it as like a walking stick almost at this point. He kind of leers at all three of you. He's like, oh, like I said, where where are we going? Where's the party? You see these these eight people that he's trailing behind him now, and they're kind of just, uh, they look dead-eyed. They're they're wearing rags, mm-hmm. and they look like uh, like disgusting. He's established that um, Quan has some kind of a... He's encountered uh, these type of creatures before. They look very uh, unclean, like undead situation. Oh. 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 That changes up what's up. Okay. There is no party. We're just on our way out of here. We're trying to find a place for rest. Oh, well, uh, that's great. Orlane has plenty of places to rest, and, um, you know, if you're going through, that means I gotta collect a toll, though, so better for me, too. Are you a resident? I don't remember you. I've, I've lived in that town for many years at this point, and, uh... I don't think I've ever seen you before, sir. Yeah, we got some new policies going on. You know, I'm collecting the toll here for the king and crown, of course. You all look uh, friendly types. I'll give you a discount. 50 each, which should cover you. 50 what? 50 coin. It's hard to give that which you don't have. (laughs) Well, if you don't have it, I mean, uh, my friend's here and he kind of rattles these, uh, these leashes that he's carrying these creatures on. The caster has an idea. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go for it. All right, Mike. Hold on one second. He does has like a like a coin purse, and he takes it out and he goes like to offer it up to this guy. Mm-hmm. Try to use his arm to, because uh, his arm like comes out as like a chain. Yeah. To trip him and pull him onto these zombies. Ooh. Interesting. Excellent. Yeah. So kind of like a sneak attack situation. Yeah, he's gonna try to like sneak attack this guy. So in the end, it is an attack. But <laughs> I almost feel this would be uh, defy danger. Nope. That's kind of where oh, I was yeah, going. It's defy danger. Okay. That's right. This might be you thinking fast. Is that life for everybody? It's kind of I like, think it would either be think fast or act fast, since he's actually it's definitely something fast. Yeah, it's I was kind of going with like the. It's more of a mental thing, strategy kind of thing. But yeah, I could I could see decks. That makes sense. Okay. Just do it as fast as possible. Yeah, because I think I'm like like I'm waiting for this like for like oh the minute he like moves towards it to take it or kind of a thing. Yeah, we didn't get a good roll. Oh, specifically, boy. got a bad roll. Oh, yeah. So I got a five plus one is six. So I failed. Do do you want uh, help on this? Sure. If you guys are down. Well, yeah. don't get XP then. Can we both help? Uh, you can both help, but you only really need the one. You only need, like, really need the one. I'm just thinking about like any. Magical thing I can do to help. 
you don't have to necessarily like use a move. No, no, I know. I'm just trying to think of a magical way to do things. So I think that um, show your coin purse, like, oh, here, here it is. And I want to say the coin purse, there's almost nothing in there. Mm -hmm. But I do like a little, (laughs) I do like little magical tricks where it looks like there's these nice shiny coins filling up the bag, and he's like, oh. Oh, like the uh, this whole fiction yeah. Yeah. case thing? Some yeah. Prestidigitation. Mm-hmm. Prestidigitation. So we get one win. Okay. I roll plus bond, and yeah. if I get it, he gets a plus one, so it'll be a seven. And if I don't get it, okay, I got an eight. I got a nine. So yeah. he gets to do this thing, but I... You're also in the way of danger. Expose myself to danger, retribution, or cost. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, he kind of like gets in close enough to look at this uh, thing, because you got a 7 and 9 now. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I think... So you do that, and I think the cost... I think just the easy cost is that um, maybe he's just so big or something mm-hmm. that it's going to also land on... Silumgar. Silumgar. Oh, so if I do this, it'll the, the this giant will land on Silumgar right. as well. Yeah, I got I got to go. I'm not happy about it, but I got to go for it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So uh, could you could you grab a D8 for me? Yeah, baby. What a good thing. Most of my life total. I represented on a D8. Yeah, this is the damage you're taking. It's a five. That's a lot, but that puts me at eight. It's okay. The healer will help. Oh. Oh, Oops. Yeah. All right, so uh, if you want to describe exactly how that happens, Caster. Sure, yeah. And he's like, all right, here you go. And he holds up, like, the coin purse. And the coin purse, it has some money in it, but it doesn't <laughs> even have... If this guy was saying, like, oh, 50 <laughs> coins each or whatever mm-hmm. it was, it doesn't, even ha- it doesn't even have half of that yeah. for a single person. And right. so he holds up what would be a paltry amount. He's hoping the guy's just going to go for anything, but when um, it suddenly like shines really sparklingly bright um this giant gets like excited and kind of leans over more than caster thought and caster's like gotcha idiot um like he's leaning in more and so he then like he whips out and this is the first time on screen that we see his arm and it's like mm-hmm. anime style explodes out of his yeah, it explodes out of his cloak <laughs> and um we it it whips around um one of his legs that's kind of leaning forward and he yanks it mm-hmm falls and he falls on these zombies but also since he was leaning so much more in than Caster thought mm-hmm. he was going to be um, he also like smashes into Silumgar. Yeah. And so yeah, so he's fallen like with his like latter half or bottom half on these zombies. He almost headbutts Silumgar. <laughs> that pins you and these uh, these creatures oh, under wonderful. this um, giant <laughs> So, um, I've become pinned. This guy's on top of you. It's pr- probably a few hundred pounds. Oof. Not, not feeling great. And, no, um, pretty not great. Yeah. This is when these things are going to try to, um, just, I mean, tear your flesh off. Kind of like just eat you in general. Are you okay with this? The zombies? Mm-hmm. Under the, but they're pinned, just like me. How are they moving? Yeah. They have to eat their they're, way through him to eat me. I they're eating their way through anything. Oh, they're just going through him. All yeah. right. I see. How many get out? Yeah, you want to do anything about that? Well, I mean, I guess I'm going to try to, like, wiggle my way out of here out from under this dude I'm just gonna like do a little squirm in this mud and muck mud squirming everybody's squirming baby mud squirming <laughs> that makes sense so I mean that's an easy defy danger yeah. I guess you're powering through in this case 
or um, actually, you're kind of enduring because I kind of set up these creatures are kind of clawing at you, so you're kind of sure. You have to endure them to get out. Sounds of your better than using strength. It's true. Four. Well, it's a five. It's a four instead of a three. So that's well. You do get an experience point. I do get an experience. Point. Mm-hmm. I was gonna okay. say I could try to help to pull them out, but I don't yeah, know if that's gonna that's help not, in this case. Not no. enough, don't worry, guys. I'm power leveling. I'm gonna be the best wizard you've ever seen. It yeah, I think the easiest thing is just to do the um, more harm to me. Yeah, just do the Ow. damage as I establish. So could you roll a? <laughs> this, is gonna, this is gonna be real rough. Roll a six for me. So what happens yeah, if some a character dies in the first thing? In the first, it's only a two. two. I'm okay. Multiply that by I'm six. Okay. No, so yeah, I think no, no, no. only if, well, six zombies. It's, yeah, it's also plus four. Plus four. Wow, so you could have just straight up killed me. It is six. I'm at two. There you go. So, Quan, uh, what's going on here? There's some problems. Some problems. Um, in fact, you see all of this going on. Yeah. You kind of Silimgar. I assume you're pretty vocal about moment. this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not great. Gotta say, not great. Yeah. Dang things are eating me. Yeah. It's fucking giant off me. That's going on. Caster's like right at this guy's foot. Also, there are these two archers. You know, yeah. you guys, yeah, aware of. Like, they're not trying to hide or anything. And in fact, um, it looks like they're about to kind of just finish you guys off. Yeah, okay. You see them like aiming at your head. Quan looks at the archers and he looks back at Silimgar and he's like, oh. Wants to help him, but he knows that if we, if he doesn't go take care of the archers, it's going to be a problem for all of us. He looks at Caster. He's like, Caster, do you have this? Can you help him out? What's going on? He's already, like, running over and reaching over to try to pull Selengar out from under this guy. His response is to do the exact thing Quan is saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see that. So I decide to turn. I'm going to try to see if I can get one of the archers maybe with one of my shurikens try to throw a shuriken at one of them oh cool yeah both would be great but at least one of them yeah I think they're kind of like on opposite sides of yeah you. so but, so that's a, a volley then right yes it is a volley that is indeed true okay when you take aim and shoot an enemy at a range roll plus dex I'm you rolling here yeah how do um shurikens work is it like an ammo so there's three of them I got three oh, okay mm-hmm. but Either that or I try to charge a guy shooting me with arrows, so... <laughs> Makes sense. Excellent. Only six? Yeah, because I only have plus one to his dexterity. I put oh. the plus two towards wisdom. So I fail. Yeah, totally fine. You get an experience point. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine I get shot with an arrow now. Ooh, I think we see this archer is, like, near a tree, and we see the, like, the... Like, shuriken slamming into the Naruto style. If you could roll a d6 for me. Sure. Three. Can you roll that again? You're not adding plus one. You're taking the best of these two. Three. three. Also three. There you go. Three and three. three. Okay. Then, um, yeah, Caster, I think you were kind of... Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, my, my main goal is to help uh, to help Silumgar. Yeah, I think that's for sure a defend roll if you want to go for that. Sure. And that's constitution, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Four and a six plus one, so eleven. Awesome Good job. Nice. So Successful to defend, I get three of these. Yeah, and you can hold them for, mm-hmm. for the rest of the battle if you okay. want. Okay. You don't have to spend them right away. No problem. <clears throat> but you can. We see me pulling him out of this. This giant is being bitten by these zombies, and yeah, and I, I think <clears throat> that's really fine because he just gets up. This. Oh. 
this uh, tall person. Mm-hmm. Oh, the giant stood up? Okay. Oh, yeah. I feel he should have taken damage from that, too. Yeah, definitely. He was eating him by... I was only getting eaten by, like, one or two zombies. I was getting eaten by the rest of them. Yeah, can you roll your damage die? I feel like I'm retroactive. me? Yeah. Should I, roll the zo- I should I roll the zombies' damage? No, no you're, you're going to try to do, da- you're do gonna gonna damage on the guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So D10, like knocking him over for sure. For like ten damage. Nice. So is that damage of like the fall and also? Yeah, I think that's fair. Zombie bites. But yeah, he's a uh, gets back up and all these creatures are there and he just throws the uh, leashes down. All right, I tried to do this the easy way. Going to try and club you. Oof. Ooh. I'd like to avoid that if I can. Can I continue to defend him while also doing other yeah, things? Yeah, you hold you hold them. Okay, I just want to yeah. defending me for yeah. to, to So I'd, I'd like to not like as long as you stand in defense. I think. Yeah, I'd like to not have that happen to me. I think my best way to do that would be while he's trying to do this, almost like uh, like a straight line is the quickest way between two points. He raises this big club up, and I'm just going to try to like use my arm to like punch him in the in the like lower gut or like mm-hmm. leg or something like that. Yeah, so kind of like you're getting in the fisticuffs with him. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a hack and slash okay. in that case. Cool. Right underneath I didn't, yeah, I didn't know if I could. I'm tempted to say I just try to punch him in the groin, but I don't know if that's like too gross. We'll see how this roll goes. Yeah. Oh, well, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah, so nice. natural 10, so 12. You did all the good rolls, sir. So I'll do my damage and avoid their attack. Well, I don't want to get hit with a club. Yeah. So I will just deal my damage. Mm-hmm. Could I get? Sorry. Uh, oh, because yeah. you can also add 1d6 if you yeah. want to take some damage. Yeah. I did three. Mm-hmm. So it's three plus one, so four. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. He slams this uh, club down and just, maybe you just barely avoid it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he, he does that in, in, in this thing's, uh, this giant's thigh. And he like twists and bashes down, and like where the club is, and it's all muddy and rainy. Yeah. It splashes, like all this water flies up, like um, and leaves like a big, massive divot in the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Or would it be too crazy to say he accidentally bashes one of these zombies? Well, no, because I think you're dealing with uh, these okay. zombies. You're you're, mm-hmm. you're mud wrestling these uh mud creatures. Yeah, and so the situation is he just he was kind of holding these all by a leash, and now he just. Throw that, but and they're holding them with his whole body. Yeah, well, now, most recently, you're right. Most recently. <laughs> Don't worry, I've made it go from we had three enemies to now we have what, eleven enemies. <laughs> yeah. Now these uh, <laughs> these eight creatures are, I mean, they've probably torn at you and closer in that their um the flesh on their hands are just kind of just completely rotted away. It's just like bones, and that's what they're scratching you with. It's, it's great. It's all like bloody at this point, and they're just like. Some of them just don't even have lips. They're just like teeth going on. They're just like sticking them in their mouth, like tasting your blood. They want more. Um, well, I guess I don't really got a whole lot going on other than a magic missile because I am like a level one wizard, so. That's <laughs> not bad. <laughs> Someone went through. Can't you do something with the undead with your no. cleric spell? No. Damn it. Uh, Cause fear does not. I can make them scared of something. Uh, I can make one of them scared of something. I actually think they have to have like a real brain, and I don't think these guys have a real brain. True enough. Hey, there we go. Uh, 10. 12. 12. Very nice. nice. Pretty damn good. So I cast the spell. 2d4 damage to one target. Are they like a swarm, or do I have to target eight different zombies? Eight different ones, yeah. Jesus. Um, what does this form like look like? This magic missile, how does your magic manifest? 
into... I'm gonna suggest lightning, man. Like, like out of your fingertips, like, yes. like, like, like I was about to say, like a yeah. Oh, since we're doing eighties, can it be like the kind of like, there's like, like with weird green like laser beams? Big <laughs> trouble, little China situation. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Jeez. All right, yeah. what do you want? Yeah. We're just, I think we're gonna go with that for now, and then maybe later on we'll change it. We'll see. The color is real good later on. Nice. So this like weird green energy hits this thing, and it's, it basically just detonates this thing. So how much damage did you do? Six. So what was that look like? The exploding zombie. Yeah. I don't know. Does it explode in energy? Or? What if what if it um what if it just turns to a skeleton and falls down? <laughs> like <laughs> crumbles. Or is that too dumb? It's perfect. Right. Yes. I think we're doing it. We're going 80s movie, I guess. Nice. Yeah. yeah, these these guys aren't almost like, like clicks on the way down. Like um like mummy like too. They're like yeah, like not quite like um or what I say, like emaciated. They're almost like skeletons, just like barely any skin on them. Yeah. See I thought yeah, I thought they were slaves. I also was on the slaves. Or, or hostages. Yeah, yeah, that's kinda what we were assuming, yeah. Yeah. Um who's next? I haven't heard from you in a bit. Uh, got, got a couple arrows. Got a couple arrows stuck in you. Yeah, ooh. That hurts. So they're li- lining up to take another shot. How do you think I feel? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one of them is just like, um, all right, just, uh, why don't you put your weapons down, surrender, and just give us some coin. No one else has to get hurt as you have these two, like, arrows sticking yeah. out of you. We made it clear we really don't have coin to give. It's true. Well, can, I can't give you that, which I do not have. But. It's true. It's I could give you something. Fistful of dynamite. <laughs> uh, so Juan just looks at him, he's like, either you let us go or we, we'll go down fighting. And they kind of look at this giant guy who's like not even able to pay attention. Yeah. He's just like fighting a caster over here. Actually, are you, are you almost like prelating? Is that like true? Yeah. When you have leverage on an NPC or monster and manipulate them. Mm. Wait, I can you parlay have these zombies? Oh. I don't know if you have leverage. Leverage is they don't want to fight. He did just say that, didn't he? Like, the one that's talking to you is. He was like aiming another shot and then he kind of relaxed a little bit. He's like, what kind of gear do you have? Can we sell any of that? I got this key on my back, and the shurikens that just threw at you. He looks in the tree and he's like, these look pretty fancy. I don't know that first word you said, but you might be able to work some now. Uh, so, yeah, maybe give me a parlay. See if he's he's into this. <clears throat> the leverage is theoretically that you're gonna you're sure sell him all of your equipment. Fine, I could, we'll, we'll try to make a deal. Let's see what, so I roll for part A. So that's plus charisma, I believe? Yeah, which sucks. You, you, when you were making that character, you said, like, oh, I'll make charisma the highest, right? Yeah, totally. Didn't you exactly say that? And I said, I know charisma's important, and I still <laughs> went and went the other way. This makes me want to have been the other one where I could have used wisdom instead of, part of charisma as the part late. <laughs> oh, well. Let's do this. Let's do this. Hey, pretty damn good. Natural 10. So that means I got a 9 because I have a negative 1. So it dropped it down <laughs> to not being a perfect part late. 
but at least I got a partial. Which means that, that what, that I end up... Yeah, so need concrete assurance. You're ask, but I need a concrete assurance of your promise right now. Can I try to help him? Um, or I feel like you might not be in a situation okay. to help at this point. Yeah, my, my suggestion was more like a narrative thing. That can happen than like Caster specifically helping. Oh, what do you got, Mike? So I think since like Caster's arm is like gold, like Mm -hmm. a person might think that's made of gold, that is equipment. Mm -hmm. Will that be included? Because if it's a solid gold arm, like oh yeah, there you go. That would be worth a lot. That'd be worth a lot more than fifty coins, probably. Okay. Okay. So maybe like as he's um as he's like he just stabbed this uh. Giant and he reels back and like the light glints off of it, uh, the light from the womp 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 like magic missile. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe this guy sees this. Ooh. I rolled an eight plus one, so nine. Nine. Yeah. So you give yourself a danger, but you get the plus one, so you're up to a ten. You do what you ask. If you first promise what they ask of you. Just have to give them a promise. You can lie, right? Maybe. And they're like, uh, Hey, Bash, maybe, maybe we're thinking about this wrong. Actually, let's, let's go with you first, because you right. saw that defend hole to Sungar. Yeah, you detonated one of these things, mm-hmm. but very well. Didn't seem that the other seven really cared. They still like like this tasty meal. I guess, like, maybe I'll try to cause fear, I guess. It's not great. I don't know, may- maybe they are scared of things. Who knows? You can try to uh, spout more about them. To see what it's true. And then their deal is. Spout more about like, um, Delicious small wizard man. Um, I can do that and then like, still make another move, possibly. Okay, then yeah, so I'd like to spout more about them to know if I can make them afraid of things. Yeah, that's one so, of the benefits of Dungeon World. There's not really like turns or initiative, it's just. Just do. Until it stops making sense. Yeah. Keep doing your thing. Trying to figure out what's up. I've knocked the entire thing. Hey, boxcars. I did roll boxcars, awesome. too. So I get some... How does this work? Get all so, the... I will tell you uh, something interesting and useful about the subject relevant to your situation. I got brains. Um, okay, so yeah, you can actually tell... They look like zombies at first because they still have, like, skin and stuff, but these are acting way more like skeletons. And in fact, they're, like, almost like... You know, like, peat bogs? You have like mm. swamp mummies, basically. Okay. It's like, oh, that's what these things are. These are just skeletons. Like they're not actually zombies. And skeletons are like the lowest order of undead, basically. And they're almost mindless. Oh, okay. And here's something important: is that that one kind of spread out shards of bone, basically, like just kind of like collapse into that, like the viscera pop, like I said. But um, all of their mm-hmm. bones are kind of still intact of this one you blew up. But you remember reading, or something, you tell me how you know this, um, like, a thing that skeletons do is, like, after they defeat it, unless you do, like, some magical thing to prevent this, they can just reconstruct their bones and come back to life. What are you talking about? <laughs> you told me that you've not brought me any good news, chum. <laughs> so, this is just horrible. And you broke, you've broken your pencil. That <laughs> date. Uh, just like the skeleton. Once again, back together it goes. So, based on that information, <laughs> just looking at like my options, and they're all bad. 
complete beat and hop over to back over to I'm capturing Sometimes the like, best option is just to like, get away from these skeletons and make them focus on somebody else. I don't know what that would be, but that's I think that's Stonegar's new plan. There's eight of them, and I'm not going to match missile. There's only seven, seven now. more times. It's going to eventually go bad. Yeah. So you're trying to get away, right? Yeah. Trying to get them to focus on something other than me. That makes sense. I feel like you defying danger then. I guess. That makes the most sense to me, unless you have another move that would. No. Unless. Uh, no. Yeah. All my magic's really not great right now. So what's up? <laughs> Sounds like you're acting fast then, right? You're just running away. Um, sure. So you're just trying to get at it? Yeah. yeah. Let's see if I roll like a three. Good. Yeah, it's rolled. You literally, did you literally roll a three? Oh, <laughs> uh, you rolled a three and a two. Okay. Three and a two. Not actually a three. <laughs> Can I use my defense to have me not die? Have the effect of his failure, or is that not how that works? No, it's, okay. it's have, have the effect of the actor damage him. Okay. Um, but you can use this. Yeah, I was actually not going to. I forgot you had defend hold. I, should, I was going to do something different, but yeah, I should probably just do damage so you can do that. You can redirect our attack. That's true. I don't think having the damage will save. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, not a bad idea. Not save me, by the way. Um, but yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Okay. Um, so. This is. It's gonna be rough. So we're, roll that d6. Mm-hmm. Five. That's a five. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, since they're getting up on you, it's plus four too. All right. So if that the damage is happening towards him. This is the zombies. The, zom- the zombies are the skeletons that are attacking. Mm-hmm. Skeletons are not zombies. All right. So Caster is going to redirect an attack from the thing. Um, uh, the person. Uh, he is defending <laughs> to himself. Uh-huh. So he uh, he's, he moves out of the way of this club, and he sees uh, Silumgar trying to like run away from these things, but they're like they've kind of surrounded him too much, and so Caster kind of busts into their number and kind of like puts himself between Silumgar and these zombies, these skeletons. Yeah. So he's going to redirect the attack from Silumgar to himself, and it's going to be nine damage. Mm-hmm. He's also going to half the attack's effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it'll be... So that's uh, four now. Four. And then he's going to say, fuck it, and deal damage to the attacker equal to his level. So he's just going to, like, bash... Let's go. A skeleton, or all of the skeletons. I don't know if they're acting as a unit. I think they're, you said they're acting uh, individually. They're, they're individual. They have some armor, so that's not actually going to hurt them. I'll okay. let you know. So okay. you might want to save that hold. Okay. Busted. No, yeah, I'll save that. Good I'll God. save that hold. I think we weren't supposed to let them get released. I think we did wrong, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So then, that, in that case, he'll he'll just he'll just burst in there and kind of like he's kind of like thrashing about, but it's more kind of defensive. What's the plan now? They called out Lou Batch was his name. Mm-hmm. This uh, very tall thing in front of you is kind of like hesitated because I guess these archers are calling it off and uh but these zombies are still definitely trying to attack you um yeah i'm gonna just so there's seven seven i think he's just gonna try to just like wade into like destroy as many of these skeletons as possible or zombies as possible yeah that's a that's a hack and slash for sure okay yeah so we'll see how this goes and then i'll then i'll describe it I got a five and a two. That's a seven. So seven plus two. 
Nine. Nine. Awesome. And you, are you trying to attack all of them? Nine. Nine. Yeah, he's trying to attack all of them. Yeah. Like, he's literally, like, just, I, I'm going to fight this crowd of seven people. Yeah, I'm fine with this. Okay. So, yeah, he okay. leaps, at, leaps at them to do, to do that. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Scale and Shadow, production of This American Dice. Scale and Shadow used the Dungeon World system by Sage Latour and Adam Koval. He drew inspiration from the Dungeon and Dragons modules against the cult of the Reptile God by Douglas Niles and the Village of Hamlet by Gary Gygax. Cast with Brandon as Simulgard the Wizard, Oscar as Quan the Monk, Jacob as Kuzair the Swashbuckler, and of course, Austin as Caster the Fighter. David was the Game Master. Scott provided our intro. Theme song is Mass Extinction by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. Please see the show notes for a list of other music used. If you liked what you heard, share it with a friend or two. If you really like that you could rate, review, or subscribe to This American Dice on your favorite podcatcher or on YouTube. On Fridays, we play short games here. Visit our YouTube channel on Saturdays for a classic game and Sundays for a classic one-shot. And, as always, join us next Thursday right here on This American Dice for another episode of Scale and Shadow. See you next time. Well, no, because I think you're dealing with uh, these okay. zombies. You're, you're, mm. you're mud-wrestling these uh, mud creatures. What are you wearing? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I noticed you poked your finger into your dimple. <laughs> and went, <"Hee." laughs> it, what? Should be, it should be good. What? Um, yeah, you guys are going to harmonize. <laughs> <laughs>